Hi, I'm Jane. I'm Hugh. And you're listening to That'll Teach You. Hi, Jane. Hi, Hugh. Can you explain? Can you explain what you are currently wearing right now? <laughs> oh wow! Straight away. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of going for the smart casual approach. I am wearing. We were worried when we started recording. Our guest totally showed us up by wearing a great Christmas jumper. So I had to go running to see if we could, we could find something to to compete and. I only had one Christmas jumper in the house, which is my Star Wars Christmas jumper, which Jane is now proudly wearing. I am wearing the jacket of an entire Christmas suit I have. Tell me some of the things that are on the jacket. So his suit is bright red. Mm-hmm. I see a Christmas tree. I see reindeer. I see snowman, snow person. I see snowflakes. I mm-hmm. see holly. I see stars. I see snow. So basically, it is a multicolored Christmas extravaganza (laughs) i do have the full suit which will make an appearance in school later this year but now what i would say is it i wouldn't i wouldn't wear this too close to a naked flame you know (laughs) you probably shouldn't be too close to naked flame anyways that more excitingly we are absolutely more exciting than hugh's suit we are let's say maybe as exciting as hugh's suit As our guest will attest to, just so we can put them, just so we no, can set no the record there. straight. Set the record. You was wearing pants. Hey everybody, my name's Tina. How are you? I'm back. Tina, you are back. Is that what you were trying to say? I was trying to say that he's going to be talking about a suit jacket, but you Jane, you know you've got a problem on your podcast when the guest f- feels, I just have to introduce myself. i got to bring myself on here before they destroy the whole thing, you know? <laughs> Tina, we are beyond thrilled to have you back on. <laughs> thank you for having me back. And thank you so much for the last podcast too. It was so much fun. And to everybody who tuned in and all of the lovely feedback that I have received since, it's been incredible. And I'm so glad that play is so high on the agenda in this country. That is lovely. Can you tell us some of the feedback you received? Because we'll tell you some of the feedback we received and it's going to make you blush. <laughs> oh, jeekers, I'll be the colour of this jumper. Um, no, just um, just people from all over have reached out and just said, you know, they may have been listening while they're out in a walk or something, but just kind of like they were nodding along and kind of agreeing and they could res- it resonated with them and they were like, or maybe it kind of gave them the wee kind of belief in themselves that they could go and introduce or and continue to um, be involved in child ed play. I have an early year student with me um, this term and her inspector came out today and she walked into my classroom and she was just like, oh, I'm so glad to see child ed play. And Aww. I'm like, well, I am so like positive that this is the right thing based on the feedback from your podcast. It gave me the encouragement that I needed to be like, yes, it's okay to do this and it's what children need. And I guess that's what I um, got from it. God, I'm... I'm a bit emotional. (laughs) Maybe I'm the cringing one now. But no, that is so lovely. That's just so lovely to hear. And you know, so many people have spoken to both of us together and separately. And like some of the things that have been said to me, like I want to say at least five times, some random person said to me, God, wouldn't you love to be in Tina's class? (laughs) and, And I was like, yeah, like, I would love, I would love to be in your class. But everybody, everybody that, you know, has spoken, that has spoken to us has said that you just sound so positive and just like you bring so much joy to other people's lives. So thanks, Thank Tina. Thank you. Oh, that's so <laughs> lovely. I definitely am blushing now. But thank you. Well, I know our principal said to me, she said, oh, I was listening and I oh, just thought, 
Rachel Kenny with a Donegal accent. <laughs> and listeners will know Rachel Kenny as our infants teacher who's been on a couple of episodes. Oh, and so I nice. think both of you need to take that as an enormous compliment. Oh, so. thank you so much. Thank you. I have listened to that, so thank you. But listen, we've got you on this week because it's Christmas or Yay. it's very nearly Christmas and hopefully everyone is in a Christmassy mood in school if your school is celebrating Christmas and we thought, do you know what, we need to put out an episode about how you can best sort of bring that positivity and, 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 and I suppose bring Christmas into your classroom in a really nice and positive way. And we thought, yeah, let's let's just ask Tina. <laughs> you know, we could do this ourselves, but why don't we get Tina on? Because I'm pretty sure she's got some good ideas. And again, judging from your jumper alone, you're you're in the zone already. A hundred percent. And as as we said, we both showed up to this not wearing Christmas jumpers. So we can only assume that you like Christmas. We kinda hope you like Christmas. <laughs> I do, I do. Okay. I love I love Christmas. Well I love children and I think that children make Christmas magical, so I think that's probably why I have such a graph for Christmas. But um yeah, I'm trying to think here now what what kind of angle to go with this because I've actually had a very peculiar week because I teach in a small rural school and um for the first time ever, I've had a parent come to me and say that they don't actually acknowledge Christmas at all. Mm. And for the first time ever, I've had to like rethink, oh, okay, what does that mean? And it was the same at Halloween. A different parent was like, oh, we don't recognize Halloween in our culture. And like, we would have been, we would never have had such a multicultural classroom before. And it's been such an eye opener for inclusion in our school. It's put us in a place where we've never been before, but which I very much welcome. And it's really interesting how many alternatives are there as well. So just in case anybody's listening, they're like ready to switch off and be like, oh no, we can't do that in our school. We're not allowed to mention Christmas. But you know, there's so many um, alternatives that you can do as well. Like I have children doing um, winter activities while we're doing mm. Christmas activities. And we're just trying to be mindful of that. I guess we are in that space now where um, we're more inclusive society. And I think that's a good place to be. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Um, I don't know why that came into my head, but it was just like this week it became such a big thing. I was like, oh, wow, it just stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> that's a good way. No, no, that's such an interesting point. And, you know, I think you've actually just touched on something very early in the episode that, you know, I hadn't really thought of. And, you know, you're dead right. You know, there are so many classrooms where there are children who don't celebrate Christmas. And, you know, what can you do as a teacher to make sure that they're included in your classroom? I think, yeah, like winter activities when... There might be they might be doing some sort of art activity that involves Christmas and you bring in winter, you bring in I don't know, what other ideas do you have? Give us more ideas. <laughs> I know. It was like my, myself and I have a student in with me at the minute, a student, um, early years educator and she's amazing. But we literally were going through I had like this box I have a box for every month of the year full of resources. It's the only way I can stay on top of it. And we were going through it and we were going through different colouring books and we were looking for like pages and like ideas, pictures and we picked out like snowmen robins polar bears mm. penguins so like we made sure that we have enough spaces in the classroom that are christmas free and that have the winter theme and the beauty of that is that you can start that in november and carry that through to march you know in this country yeah. <laughs> you get snow in march so like we're kind of you know trying to keep that in and like if we're very much talking about you know the themes in play don't really i'm going back to play sorry i'm going back to my my no, favorite do always it. Yeah. Go back to play. <laughs> But the themes don't always have to be like so rigid. You know, you tune into what the children are interested in. So you might have a spot that has dinosaurs. You might have a spot that has the post office. You might have, you're just listening to what the children are doing right now. It doesn't all have to be like 
Father Christmas just vomited all over your classroom. You know, there's so many different aspects to <laughs> December. Father Christmas just vomited all over you, just suit jacket. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> but you know, but, te- but technically you've got a snowman in there. So there's a bit of, you know, yeah. there's a bit of leeway there. So it's just kind of being mindful that, you know, um, in your classroom that it's just not all Christmas and that you have, you know, like the post office. What yeah. other things are coming up in December, so I guess. Well, I think it's interesting because... You know, if you talk to people and you do a little research into, even if you look at Christian festivals, a lot of them, in terms of the dates of them, are supplanted on top of pagan festivals, pagan or, festivals. or just non-Christian festivals, you know, and the time yeah. the time of year, you know, we I don't know that we have historically accurate information that Jesus was born at the end of December, you know, but but that's when yeah. the festival has, has obviously come to be. And so, and there's so much, as you've both said about winter, I mean, if you think of beautiful decorations that we might view in a Christmassy way, lots of them are, yeah, they're, they're trees with, with snow on them or a star in the sky or something like that, but that doesn't have to be related to anything religious, I think. And it's, it's yeah. focus, if you can focus on that, that side of things, I think it's really important. And as you say, to be, to be inclusive. And I suppose if you are celebrating Christmas, I mean, the most important message you want at Christmas is just being nice, you know, being yeah. sound, being inclusive. And therefore, if you want to celebrate it, great include people who aren't celebrating it in your own way and in their own way and in something that they're comfortable with i suppose yeah i suppose that's when we're, we're talking a bit about art there in terms of like music is another really important thing i suppose around christmas and again if my class are doing christmas related art i will usually put on christmas music in the background but i suppose again that's yeah. another thing where you can look at christmas in very different ways there is the religious aspect to it then there's the secular but still cultural Christmas and then there's the other element of as you say trying to avoid anything to do with Christmas and I suppose it is about finding a balance there and certainly when we were in school there was a real focus on the religious side of things whereas now it's much more you know there's a lot more Mariah Carey and Michael Buble being played than there are Christmas carols yeah and I mean like you know you walk into a shop and you're gonna hear music and see you know you're going to see images of Christmas as well it's just I guess it's just kind of being mindful like what I did was I sent out an email to all my parents with the list of Christmas songs and hymns and the video links like I really just was like in your face like this is what we need to be practicing and one of the parents was like actually no sorry we don't and I was like it never occurred to me that you wouldn't Mm. so I think it was just being mindful and just having that conversation with her and she was kind of happy that you know her child wasn't going to participate in the day and that when we were doing you know Christmas activities in the classroom that he would have alternative and I think she was happy with that you know so just kind of having that conversation with parents and seeing like okay what what are our expectations here and what's you know what would be okay yeah and I think obviously obviously nowadays you do you want to be sensitive to everyone but I think you know you don't want to fall into the trap of saying oh, well, I don't want to offend someone, so therefore I'm going to cut Christmas right. out altogether because that's not the right answer either, you know? No. And that's not being sensitive to a whole load of other people, you know, for whom it might be very important. So as you say, yeah, it's just, yeah, again, do you know what, though, like, it comes back to my basic rule in life. Like, most things would be okay if people are just generally sound. You know, know. just be sound. Like, just... And I find people generally are sound. Yeah, like, I don't most know, people maybe. are. Maybe I've roast-tinted glasses, but I definitely no, think, like, yeah. yeah, they are. People are cool. They are cool. But no, Christmas is great. But even the way she was able to, like, come, she, you had the relationship with her where she was able to come to you and you were able to have an, uh, an honest conversation about it. But, like, 
that's one of the areas of teaching that's just so important like you need to have open dialogue with parents and have you know a relationship there and that's the best way to support the child so you know yeah I just thought you know if we had to move to a different country because we're touch wood broke out here and you know mm. like what would I you know how would I, how would I feel about all this so yeah yeah. Sorry, the conversation turned very heavy there starting start off I was like woohoo Christmas jumpers and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's talk about Sorry. Hugh's suit jacket again <laughs> no but I think it's also the thing to focus on is if you do a Christmassy activity again what are you trying to get out of it so we, we started something in my school a couple of years ago when I started teaching 6th class on the uh, one day the last week of school the 6th class kids host a sort of Christmas sing-along concert in the hall for all of the other classes and we have a we have a teacher band that we get together every year and so we do the music and then the kids sing and dance and we do it in three different sections we bring in the really little ones first and then we bring in the middle classes and then the older classes but each group it's all run by the 6th class they dance and sing and every, it's all it all ends up in massive congas to all I want for Christmas is you obviously but look at look at what you're trying to do there you're not trying to send any message you're not trying to yeah. promote a particular belief or a particular way of life even you're you're trying it's to create community. yeah exactly you're trying to create a fun situation and a fun community and have kids of all ages interacting and like when I say that it's probably my favorite day of the year, it is just the best fun. And and again, the kids who maybe Christmas isn't an important thing for them for whatever reason, they're still going to be able to have an amazing impact dancing with four and five year olds or helping them enjoy themselves. And, you know, so that's that's what you're looking at. It's like, what are you trying to do with this activity? I'm not actually trying to say, listen, listen to the lyrics of the song. Santa Claus is coming to town. OK. I know. You know, you're no, you're you're getting the conga line and and it's, belt it it's out. It's the crack. It's the crack, yeah. and it's bringing people together, and it's it's the fun, and it's the lightheartedness, and it's the sense of school community. It's that playful pedagogy. Right. You got it. You got yeah. it, girl. We 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 learned. We learned. But like it's like with that thing. Like you've said this before on the podcast. You know, anything that reinforces the idea that the school is a community and it's not just you know you and the class and the teacher so like no I'm looking forward to that this yeah. year and, I, and yeah. I've and I've enjoyed it every year as well and now you're a part of it though and now I'm part of it yeah. <laughs> I was thinking today so we did a bit of a practice of it and I was like I can scroll through the lyrics <laughs> like that's what I can bring to this like Hughes just there like belting out songs on the piano and I'm like I can scroll through the lyrics it's <laughs> brilliant yeah. there it is I will say I'll give a shout out to one of the teachers in our school who plays the violin because last year we tried to make it bigger each year I think the first year we maybe just had a piano and a guitar and then last year we had a piano we had a bass with drums and then we had another teacher playing violin but she started playing in the middle of one of the songs and she was playing beside me. And this sounds really stupid, particularly to someone who's meant to have some idea of music. But I was playing the piano and suddenly I was like, I heard this sound and I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting the most amazing sound out of this piano that I've never even. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a violin. Stop. 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 Pianos of strings, OK? You. But there was a moment where I was like, oh, my God. Never sounded so beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's gas. That's funny. Oh, that's, epic. <laughs> that's epic. But you're still in the moment. But I would definitely recommend, and obviously that's not going to be, it might not be feasible in every school. But some sort of yeah community event, I think, is is really nice to do. 
yeah, a little focus, a little something to scare you on the board of, ah, we're never going to get it. <laughs> but we'll yeah. get there. It always gets there because yeah. the beauty of putting on, putting children on a stage, the best thing is that every parent only looks at their child. Yeah. That's yeah. all they care about. And yeah. they are just so excited to see their child, whether it's a stage or an altar or on the floor, cleared, cleared mm. away, whatever mm. you have, whatever space you have, yeah. or a video even, whatever it is. Yeah. They're just so proud. And as a parent, I can definitely say that. They're so proud to see their child yeah. be involved. And even if they're just stand there. Totally. But we do have, because it's funny, because just one thing I suppose, we do have Christmas plays and the parents will be coming to that. One of the things I really like about that sing-along is that it's not for parents. It is just for the kids. Oh, and the parents don't get to time. see it. You know? So it's just it. a party for the kids. And and I'm sure they go it. home and tell the parents and the parents will be like, oh, I'd love to see that. And it's like, yeah, well, you can't though. You know? No. This isn't your party. This isn't your event. You know? I think I'm going to steal that idea. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's very cool. Are there any Christmas activities that you love doing with your classes? Like art activities? Or, or even just like activities in games. general. Like Christmas themed, you know... I was going to say writing activities, but you also have infants. But you know, I, I know oh, what well. like to do. Yeah. We have we have our we have the post office set up because we're learning about people who help us. So we actually had the postman. He was he's always coming into school delivering parcels because you know we all work. We all have our packages delivered to work. Especially so he after had, like, Black Friday, <laughs> just, like, right, right. So onslaught of parcels. Right. So there's all these parcels landing, in, so we were like. Come on in, the children want to meet you. So the poor postman, postman Paul, he came in and he did a big conversation with them and he actually scanned, you know, with his beeper, he scanned parcels and he was showing them all about the air codes and telling them the whole story of where the post um where the letter goes and all this. So that was great. So they loved that activity. Um we also have Santa's workshop set up. So they do they have the the toy catalogues they love going through that and that's literacy because they're going through it and they're picking out what they want and they're some of them are like copying the words that's the real conversation starter so they'll start perusing through those and we also have the wrapping stations which is great for fine motor skills mm. um they have like the elf ears and the santa hats whatever um that's cute oh that's very cute <laughs> it's it's a it is adorable and they'll like they'll set up they'll like junk art their lego their um their small world it's very open sometimes like maybe now next week i'll do um i'll put like ice and sugar powdered sugar over the small world in the train set to make it look like santa's village kind of but i try not to like overdo the theme or whatever but we'll also maybe we were doing the gingerbread man in november so we'll do the hansel and gretel story so that kind of lends itself to the you know the gingerbread house and all that mm. and you can do your scented play-doh oh, yeah, yeah all, all that is the sensory um things that are all kind of loosely linked in and like a lot of those are teacher-led so i do those outside of that play hour and then they can bring them in then to their child-led play hour there must be one kid who's figured out the icing sugar on the train and just goes and licks it all up now oh they like everything <laughs> and they're like oh this is actually a nice thing to lick <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like oh finally it paid off <laughs> they're like oh a jackpot <laughs> <laughs> no they do they like everything um but no it's, it's great like you can make lovely things in the classroom like we made a lovely big um grinch for our door but they've all like rolled up the crepe paper so they've all worked together kind of on that it's kind of been like a they finished their work so they're like flying through their work to try and put the crepe paper on the the grinch but um i find if you're making arts and crafts with kids for christmas if you can include either their handprint or their picture it's 
the chances are that parents will hold on to those and they'll take yeah. take them out year after year and be like, oh my gosh, this wee hand was so small, yeah. or look at that's them when cute. they were in. Do you know it's kind of nice to have that wee personal thing? Yeah, and that's so that's so lovely to do with the younger with the younger classes. I know Rachel Kenny. I was looking um in her classroom. She has some lovely um elves with the children's faces in on the on the elf yeah. up on her windows it's very huge it's very cute and they are so cute and they're only wee for a wee while so you know I as know. many photographs as you can take and print out for parents parents appreciate things like that not that we have to be their photographer or anything like that no, but just well still, those are yeah. the things parents appreciate you know oh and, and you're, you're dead right they're the ones they keep as well do you ever find it a challenge in the last couple of weeks before christmas because obviously you are trying to bring in Christmas stuff and I suppose we have this because you finish exams but kind of kind of keeping it all going for that last <laughs> week or so do you mean like emotionally yourself or do you mean in the classroom <laughs> no I mean that because it's like it's a week or two of the year and like let's face it you don't have these kids for all that long in the year and you can't just you know obviously you want to do Christmas stuff but you're like you still want to be educating them I suppose do you ever find it hard to just think oh god I need to make sure I'm actually still hitting some sort of objectives over these couple of weeks no Hugh what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness absolutely actually like I had kind of mentioned this to you earlier but I had the earlier student out and her assessor was out today her lecture and she was saying I really like the Scandinavian model where you know they don't start formal education till seven and I'm really thinking today like it's such a stressful week. Why am I putting myself through this? It is nine and a half days left or whatever it is left. Like why why? Like they're they're not going to learn anything concrete now. No. They're gonna learn great things about turn taking and patience and sharing. If they can learn that in the next two weeks, whatever their age, junior infants to sixth class, lean into it. It's so magical. Aren't we so lucky we have a school? Aren't we so lucky that the children can come to school, that they can be safe? Everything that's going on in the world, like lean into it. If you've got the tests all done and all those things recorded, even for the last week, lean into it and just let them like throw on the Christmas movies, be silly, play the games. Those are the things the children are going to remember. Absolutely. I mean, they're still they're still learning in that. And I don't mean like throw the books out because there's still things that you can do. You can sneak in a little bit of the academics here and there. But Absolutely. Get them to do project work. Like really like just listen to them and what they want to do over the next two weeks and give them ownership. And you know what? It'll be a much less stressful time for you, especially. Not you, you. <laughs> you <laughs> plural. <laughs> the thing is, they've had such a long term. They've worked so hard. And I feel like this this time of the year, I'm like, you know what? Everything else can flip off. Like I am going to enjoy some nice time with my class I'm going to play games with them I'm going to do like nice I'm still going to bring in writing I'm still going to bring in Irish and maths yeah. like I just want to enjoy some time in my class okay don't judge yeah. me <laughs> now is the time to bring in the playful pedagogy oh, no matter what right. class you have listen now is the time to play with it <laughs> every time it's time to bring yeah. in playful pedagogy yeah. is what we've learned over the last couple of weeks <laughs> but if you're on the fence now is definitely the time to have yeah. fun with your kids even playing board games there's so many rules to follow on that there's so many reading instructions yeah you know the classics mm. like monopoly and you know not all kids play that scrabble there's so much educational value yeah there's so much educational value in those that you know 
maybe that's what they need. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not sitting reading a book about, I don't know, a sword and a stone, or I don't know what even children read mm. anymore in sixth class. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. But you know, like it's, ask them what do they want to do. I just noticed in our school, they're doing a lot of people-led projects at the minute on their interests. And it just looks amazing. You're walking through the rooms and like they're building things. And it's basically junk art, like, but a more grown-up approach to it. And they're like painting things and they're taping them. And they're, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, it looks so cool. Like they're <laughs> building replica buildings and things. But they're so invested in it that the teacher is basically a bystander. She's just like, okay, you need more blue paint? Gotcha. You That's know, she's want. basically, yeah, exactly. And it's a very healthy environment and there's no stress yeah. because, you they know, need that. Yeah. But they really need that. And especially like, you know, obviously, you know, something I discovered pretty quickly in my first year of teaching, like coming up to breaks, you still need yeah. to have structure because there are some children in the class who really need structure, obviously. Yeah. But you do need to, you kind of need to... Yeah, you just need to throw some of the structure out the window a bit, you know. I, I think it's important. Even like quizzes, like history quizzes, geography quizzes, you know, all those. Like you're still doing your subjects, but you're asking them, okay, how do you want to do history today? What do you want to do? What do you want to learn? And, you know, see how they go mm. with that. Hugh hasn't said anything in a very long while. It <laughs> <Should I be laughs> doesn't concerned? happen often, Dina. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> Like, is he lost in thought? I'm no, like... I'm just noting down all of these examples. I was just thinking, you know, I got a new... Yeah. I got a new uh, kids version of Trivial Pursuit I'm, I'm just oh. planning I'm, I'm actually making the teams that I'm going to use <laughs> on Monday in school do you know games but games are, you know I'm so glad you said that because I actually probably wouldn't have thought about that I have so many wonderful games that I'm like first of all oral language second of all group work Third of all, losing, teaching how yeah. to be oh, good, huge, good um, huge. competitors. But like, yeah, bring them. Yeah. The children all have games coming out their yin yang. So, you know, ask yeah. them, bring something you know, in. what do you have? What do you want to bring in? Bring in one yeah. thing. One thing on Thursday. Or one thing Wednesday. Does that kind of sound right? One thing Wednesday. <laughs> it kind of sounds, yeah. But you like bring in on Wednesday and they bring something in and be like, okay, we'll try out yours now. And we'll try out, you know, just for next week. Give them something to look forward to and be like, you know. Christmas is a really hard time for people. It's a really hard time for families. So, you know, you kind of need to take that into consideration too. And teachers. And We have to look after ourselves. (laughs) We do. And SNAs and all of their... Um, incredible all human beings work and yeah and like it can be very tough and you know you just don't know and, and even parents that you meet at the gate you don't know what they're going through or what that dates means to them or you know yeah. when they hear that first Christmas song what a Christmas maybe 12 13 years ago what happened to them so I guess we just kind of have to tread very carefully and just get to 22nd of December hopefully you've got a half day we I do. Hope. You we do. do we have half day. Yeah. I couldn't imagine not having a half day on Christmas Day on yeah. the Christmas holidays. But um, I'm sorry if anybody listening to this doesn't have a half day. But <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. Yeah. Not <laughs> really. sorry. I just I just take it for granted. Can I ask? I I feel like and this is such such a topic of conversation in a lot of houses and schools at the moment. Do you have an elf on the shelf? <sighs> See, <laughs> so I am so <laughs> people might not like me for this, but. So I have two brothers who live in America and my eldest nephew over there is 21. So they always had Elf on the Shelf. So the first year I had infants, like nine years ago, I was like, oh, Elf on the Shelf. And everyone was like, the what? The what and the what now? And I brought in this little guy, the Elf on the Shelf. And like I had people come in, they were talking about you down in the local shop. Like this little elf (laughs) comes in because they didn't know what it was. So then it was like, but... 
Yeah, I use the elf on the shelf to model good behavior mm, for children. I've heard I, of a lot of teachers doing that, yeah. I don't see the need. Children are so, like, I know it's funny, but it's it kind of so contradictory. You're trying to get the children to be kind and behave nicely. Mm-hmm. And then you, this little guy comes in, one of Santa's helpers, and he's doing all this stuff that's not nice and you're yeah. just maybe, maybe i'm maybe i'm just gone full circle now and i do see the 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 giddy value but is that for adults or for children do you know i just find it very confusing sometimes for children so we try and do so my kids are like your elf is so boring <laughs> just like that's okay that's okay yeah. like my elf is gonna my elf is going to like ask them to make cards for the um old people so he's gonna be the one that's asking them to do all the kindness things but yeah, I know it's a hugely controversial. No. And then I, I, I know that like some people, some houses do have it, some houses don't, some classrooms do, some classrooms don't. I just tell my children that they go to some schools, some houses and some shops. Because my kids walked into a shop today and they were like eyeballing the, the 40 elves in the corner hanging mm-hmm. up. And I was like, oh yeah, they just think they're everywhere. They're, they're just everywhere. Like, and, mm-hmm. and then we have the robins and we have all these different things. But I know there's a whole thing about, you know, them spying on children and all that I think I think you know it can be used in a purposeful way and it can be used in a very wrong way and I know people have very divided opinions on it and everybody's welcome to that but um that's where I put my hands up and I say yes I bought an elf <laughs> on the shelf in nine years ago back when it was like you know it was a new, fairly new thing and so you're telling us you brought elf on the shelf to Ireland really no I definitely <laughs> did not I definitely you're did not. to blame Dina <laughs> But you know what? That that kind of brings us back to what we started this episode on, which is the, the the true meaning of Christmas. And you know, you're trying to teach children important values such as kindness and all those other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At least you knew one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, it is. Listen, you. We all know what our brains are like on a Friday after the Christmas sillies, everything that's going on. You know what I mean. Yeah, Tina, we've we've already told this story, so we might we we're going to tell a very abridged version. But um, Hugh had a big fall yesterday in oh, school. No. Oh, <laughs> That's Tina nice, has a much, much more sympathetic reaction than I had because he absolutely trolloped himself, okay. and he came into me and told me. But when I say he was soaked, like basically he fell right into a puddle. <laughs> Lunchtime, but his body oh, was no. completely vertical in the video. Anyways, I'm gonna tell you, his body was completely <laughs> vertical and it went from vertical to instantly horizontal, like there was nothing in between. But he came in and he was like absolutely stuck, like his pants were so wet, like he was, and he was like holding his elbow, like he was really not good. But so obviously, I was very sympathetic, as you can imagine, of course, right? yeah, I can imagine. And later in the day, I went into our secretary's office. And we were talking about being like, oh God, like poor old Hugh, like he really hurt himself. But God, I wonder if there's footage of his fall. And Tina, we found, we found the video of him, of him falling. I'm going to send it to you. It is so funny. Do you know what? Did you put it into like slow motion? Oh no, it's kind of Benny Hill like. Do you know what? I used to be a criminal barrister and you'd, you'd be, you'd have a case and you'd be like, here, we need to find the CCTV of this because that's going to exonerate my client. And funnily enough, the guards were always like, oh, yeah, we can't find it. There's something wrong. The CCTV is missing. 
But turns out it's not missing when it's picking up you falling outside <laughs> your place no, of work. Tina, when I say it is so funny, like he really just yeah. trolleyed himself. Like he just, he completely annihilated so himself. She's got a few mentions on this podcast already. Rachel Kenny, who you can hear on yeah. other episodes, said it was like watching a character in The Sims. You know, when the computer game, when they just sort of wander and they're like, oh, oh, and then... Do you know what, Tina? I'm going to send it to you right now and I want to get your reaction on the podcast, okay? Listeners, you can okay. see it on Instagram. Because oh, are we going to put it up, up on Instagram? Okay. Oh, I, think, I think it's going up oh, you on... See, I wonder, is it just funny when you know you? Okay, Tina, mm. I've just sent that to you. No, right? I think any fall okay, is Okay, let, let her oh. react. <laughs> so quickly as well. Yeah, we're like a second. But I guess it's the CCTV thing. It's on like one and a half speed. Tina, isn't it so good? You literally stuck your hands in your pocket as soon as you get up you're like, whoop, I'm on the seat here. No, but even the way he likes, he's holding oh, himself he's you... going, like he really hurts himself. I say he's going to be black oh. and blue. And I'm so sorry for not being sympathetic, but it's very funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I really do love it. Any more thoughts on Christmas? <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah, I think, okay. I think I think I think the most important thing is, and it's always a big thing on online over Christmas, is just to be mindful when children come back. Mm. That it may not have been a great Christmas, and you know they may not have gotten anything. Like just not to ask them about what they got for Christmas. Oh, definitely not. You know, just I think you know we kind of we we're not we are getting better at it, but just you know just. A reminder of okay like for some children christmas is going to be awful yeah so that's why you know if you're feeling oh let's just watch a christmas movie go for it because you know what that might be that child's happiest memory of christmas 2023 you don't know what you yeah. what the children are going home to so you're dead right and that's you know that's just an important thing to end the podcast on i think more people are aware of that now and a lot of teachers you know will start the school year you know, not talking about their Christmas holidays, which is great. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Well, listen, Tina, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it was you, just so guys. great to have a conversation with you again. We absolutely loved, we talk about it. I say we talk about you about weekly. <laughs> we we absolutely <laughs> loved our first episode with you and hopefully you'll be a returning guest. Oh, that would be amazing. And if you aren't following Tina, Tina is teacher of dotes on Instagram. You can also follow our Instagram, which is That'll Teach You Podcast. You can also lis- listen to Legitimate Likes, which is Hugh's other podcast. It is very funny. I have been listening to That'll Teach... No, <laughs> that's our one. I have been listening to Legitimate Likes for probably about a year and a half. And I gotta say, it is a lovely way to start my Friday morning. I always listen to it on the commute. So thank you for that, Hugh. Thanks. But listen, I think if there's one thing for our listeners to take from this episode, bar all the insane laughter, is to just relax this Christmas and yeah. to yeah. When, enjoy it. When, when you do listen to this, we'll still have some, a few days of school. So just enjoy your time with your class and just, yeah, take that well-deserved break. Yeah. And we're deliberately putting this episode out, I suppose, the second last week of school so that you might have a chance to even use some of the ideas we've given you. So make sure next week you listen to our end of term wrap up and we'll have a couple of returning guests Ooh, for that as well. We do. So. It's going to be insane. A <laughs> teaser. But yeah, Tina, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Tina. Thanks so much for having me and Merry Christmas to you both. Aww. Merry Christmas. Thanks Merry for Christmas. listening, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.